Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Just got through watching the we- the uh, Olympics like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Very timely on our podcast here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have uh, at least one good excuse though, right? Uh, didn't yeah. something happen to you? Do you want to share with the world? Yeah, so we were supposed to... Re- one time we were supposed to record last weekend, which would only put us like two weeks out from the Olympics. Right. But... Uh, so apparently I'm like deathly allergic to fire ants. Uh, we were at this like river fest thing and we're in our hometown and uh, I was helping my wife get set up for her. She had a booth and I got bit by a fire ant. And I was like, oh, it's like right between my toes. And I was like, oh man, that like really burns. Like that's, I never knew, like it's the first time I'd ever been bit by one. And so, I had to, like, sit down. And so, all of a sudden, I realized, like, I uh, felt, like, itching all over my body. And, like, I was getting really hot. And so, you know how, uh, with most people, like, with most guys, I was like, oh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm just getting hot. I'm fine. I'm just hot. Mm-hmm. And so... Tough guy. Real tough guy. It off. Yeah. And, uh, Felicia was like, um... You don't look good. You know, she kept saying, like, you don't look good. You need to, like, do something. And there was, like, first responders all around, you know, it was fire department and everything because it was a big event. And uh, I was like, oh, no, I'll be fine. And uh, so then I started getting, like, she said I was, like, breaking out all over my face and everything. Um, all of a sudden, I felt like I was getting really nauseous. And I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And she's like, you don't need to go anywhere by yourself. And I was like... I turned and looked, and I just saw the, like, the firemen where they were. I just started walking to them. It was just like instinct. And by this time, I was getting really dizzy. The world was like spinning. Um, and they, uh, and the weirdest thing was I felt like this just giant pressure in my ears. Like, it was just like, <laughs> kind of thing, you know? Oh, that's scary. And, uh, so I barely got to like their station. Told them like I got bit by something. I'm having a reaction. So they told me to get in the golf cart. They took me to the fire department. Uh, gave me I think two shots of epinephrine. And if anybody knows anything about epinephrine, um, when they give you epinephrine, your heart rate's supposed to go up pretty, you know, significantly. It's supposed to make your heart race. And you know, you would expect to see it in the like 120, 130 range after you give somebody epinephrine. And after they give me two shots of epinephrine, I was on my heart rate was only 80. So it was probably like 10 before they gave it to gave that to me. 
Anyway, load me up a name. Let's take me to the emergency room. Gave me bukus of Benadryl. Mm-hmm. And uh, stayed there for about four or five hours, I guess, and then got discharged home. So, anyway. What do you think would have happened to you if you hadn't? If you would have, like, just went to the bathroom instead? Probably would have been laying on the floor dead. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you know, that's the thing, like, because, you know, I don't carry an EpiPen. I didn't realize I was allergic to anything like that. And, you know, if I'd been, like, hiking or something, there's no way. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't have made it. Anyway. That's crazy. So, yeah. So, anyway, got me one of the expensive EpiPens, which wasn't that expensive for me. Insurance covered it pretty good, but, I mean, that's, you know. that's kind of the point, right? That's why they jack up the price, because they know... Insurance, insurance paid for, for it. yeah, yeah. So that's a whole other topic. Yep. Yeah, for another day. Because today <laughs> right. we're talking about Gold Medal Challenge '92. That's right. For the Nintendo Entertainment System, we're two dudes in an S, that's by the way. I feel like we should say that sometimes at the beginning of the show because surely this is not the show that everybody's. It's not everybody's fifteenth, sixteenth show. This is some people's first show, right? Of course, they, mm-hmm. I guess they could have looked at the title of the show before they, yeah. before they downloaded it. So I guess maybe maybe we don't have to say the name of our show. But I'm Michael, yeah. and that's Justin, the, the one that's right. deathly allergic to fire ants. Yeah. Yeah. So, gold medal challenge. Yeah. Me too. That Olympics was, I guess, like the first Olympics that I could remember. The 92 Olympics? Yeah. Do you remember where it was? Yeah, Barcelona. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was when they had the dream team. Uh, where in the basketball. Yep. Uh, that was the first year I think they allowed uh, professionals to play on the basketball team. Used to, it had to be college because it was considered... You know, professionals couldn't play. You had to keep your amateur status, right? Yeah, I don't know why we did that. Do we, do we not? We didn't want to be competitive. I don't know, but uh, and then we changed it that year. We're professionals, and then we just started blowing everybody out. So, you know, um, but that was like the first Olympics that I can remember. And then four years later, it was close to home in '96 in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then, which if you go down to Atlanta, you can still see all kinds of Olympic-y things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Centennial Park. I've I went through there. Because uh, that was the not only was the '96 Olympics close to home, but that was the hundredth anniversary of the Olympics since they'd been doing them. Like 1896 was when they started them again, which I guess you could say the Greeks did it. Long, long ago, but whatever. But we did it better. We, don't count that. we did it better. Yeah, they did it naked back then, so it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you trust a bunch of naked guys doing like hurdles and pole vault? No. <laughs> that would yeah. That would make it a little bit more interesting. You think? The yeah, the the two hundred yard dash naked. It'd be more like a streaking event. <laughs> They could play, uh, Je- not Jeff Foxworthy. What's the guy's name? Oh, uh, Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens, yes. Oh, yes, they call him the streak. Boogity, boogity. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't look, Ethel. Remember that part? Mm-hmm. Don't look, Ethel. Oh, my dog is like a nervous wreck right now, by the way. Why is that? There's a cat in our backyard, a stray cat, and I guess she tried to run the cat off, and the cat didn't move, so that's, you know, hurt her pride a little bit, so. Well, yeah, that ain't right. Yeah. The cat's supposed to run, right? Mm-hmm. So she's, uh, she's all worked up about it, so. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. All right. Gold medal yeah, you got some history and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, Capcom, it was brought to you by Capcom. So, it's a Capcom uh, game, and it heavily relied on button mashing style. 
So we're going to talk about that. I'd say pretty significant. Yeah, that's a significant part of this game. We're going to talk about it. Uh, the creators of this game are the designers. Um, Yoshinori Bamboo Takanaka. Bamboo. Which one of... Yeah, it's his nickname, Bamboo. <laughs> but... Uh, the other one that's even more fa- famous is Kiji Inafune. You know that? Uh, yeah, Mega Man. So, so the Mega Man guy was involved in the design of this game. So... I knew it. Uh, had to be somebody awesome. Yeah. Say what? So I knew it had to be somebody awesome. Had a hand in yeah. this game. Yeah. So it feels a lot like Mega Man, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you can feel the Mega Man in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I said, loot, and it was one of the first games that it could actually eight people could compete against one another, but only two at a time. And you could choose between twelve countries, which to be. The United States, China, Great Britain, Germany, Bulgaria, Spain, uh, the Commonwealth of Independent States, uh, Canada, France, Romania, Hungary, and Japan. And it was released in North America to coincide right with the Olympics. It was released in August of 1992. And in Japan, it was released a little earlier, so they got it like a preemptive strike and Europe didn't get it until a year later June 1993 so you know hey you guys remember the Olympics here's a game about it <laughs> you it's kind of like us you in the podcast act- yeah, you guys actually hosted the Olympics uh, but you know you're getting this game last here you go check it out if you want if you don't, I don't really, we don't really care <laughs> that's so. funny although they should <laughs> care which we'll get into that here in a little bit Okay, but that's about it on the history. There's not a whole lot out there on the history. It's just kind of developed and, um, for the, the Olympics of that year. And of course, Inafune being involved is pretty big. Uh, yeah, I would agree that's pretty big. Yeah. Big deal. So, mm-hmm. so um, I guess we're going to go to Michael. Did you have the game, right? Yeah, did you have the game? <laughs> I did. I did. Actually, I think I have had it pretty much since its release. This is one of the games that my parents bought for me when it came out because I guess when you're a kid and the Olympics happen, it's a big deal. Right. You know? right. And you you may know because you have kids and everybody out there listening probably knows because they have kids, but uh, I don't have kids, but I remember what it was like when you're a kid and the Olympics are on because the Olympics, mm-hmm. is, it's like a big deal. So we got this game... When I was a kid, when the Olympics came out in '92, uh, and we would watch it on TV, and I guess we could play it at the same time, right? Because it was out before the Olympics, mm-hmm. so right, we did both. And uh, I can remember playing this quite frequently around the time of the Olympics, and then pretty much every year after that, because I the way I felt like Olympics should be every year. So mm-hmm. since I felt like it should be every year, I played it every year. Right. So. right, we played it a lot in college. Yes, we too. played it a lot in college too. We did. Yeah. So. So I've had it for a long time, and I've played it for a long time. But unfortunately, it's one of those games, and we'll get in this in the gameplay discussion. It's one of those games you don't really get better at, unless your fingers yeah. just get faster. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. You got to try a few different techniques. Um, I guess we can go ahead and start talking about the gameplay. Yeah, I already started digging into my memories from my childhood. Did you play it when you were a kid, or did you just play it whenever you got into college with me? Just played it whenever I got into college. I never played this game uh, when I was a kid. Um, I never played really any Olympic games. I think I had, uh, I take that back, I had an Olympic basketball game for one system. I think it was actually for that ugly system. That I hardly ever played, but, uh, you know, did exist. Yeah, I think a lot of people probably played track and field, the track and field mm-hmm. series over this series, mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason, but, uh, yeah. yeah, this kind of got, this one's not one that really a lot of people know about, and, uh, it may be actually one of the better ones. Yeah, I, my, this is my favorite Olympic game 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Total. So I wonder what that is. What, why did track and field get such the, uh, for lack of a better word, track record as being the better game or the most more talked about game? I think over. because track and field was around more. There's more instances of it, and it wasn't just for the Olympics, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I think they released it. It was also in the arcade. I don't know if this game was in the arcade. I don't remember Yeah. if it was or not. I don't think so. No. But I think it was around just more frequently than this game. This game was really just for the yeah. Olympics in 92, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know... But, you know, this game brought by Capcom, Track and Field was also a Konami game, so it's like the two big names kind of involved in the Olympic game yeah. market. The cat, I guess Konami just kind of, like you said, was more around, more... More... Uh, they, they put more into their... Um, publishing and than Capcom did. I guess. I, I guess. I really have no idea. I feel like we're just yeah. talking just to be talking because I we have no idea why Track and Field took off more than yeah. this game. We're, just, we're we're pontificating on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Postulating. Mm. Big whatever, words. Whatever the word big is. Words. It starts with a P. It's a big P word. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but either way. So this game, like a mission in the history, was a button mashing style game. You know, you... It was. There were some parts where you had to do it really fast, some parts where you had to do it rhythmically, and then some parts where I still, to this day, don't really know which one to do, so I try both and usually just end up failing. Yeah, in which case, may mean drowning, because this is the game we always make yeah. fun of, uh, the swimmers who this, drown. <laughs> yeah, this is hilarious to me. So, if and this was me, I was never good at the rhythmic portion. I was, you know, I could do the speed, which we'll talk about how we did that in a minute, but the rhythmic... I was never very good at, you know, the, the swimming's all about rhythm. You don't have to do it very fast, you just have to do rhythm. I never was good at it. I guess, uh, just an old white boy with no rhythm. <laughs> and, uh, my swimmer always drowned, which is so funny to me. It's like an Olympic swimmer that drowns. Yeah. I don't know. The swimming's the, the one that I was always good at for me. Mm-hmm. Actually, let's just go, let's go through it, because... The way this game works is you don't just pick events. I guess you can. You can train or whatever and practice. But the main thing to do is the, uh, I forget what it's called off the top of my head, but it's like the program, the main program, right? The world event or something like that. I think that's what it's called. Mm, right. Maybe. Um, and it's up to as, basically as many players as you want. You just trade out the controller. So this makes a great party game, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. we could always get like eight people to play at the same time because you can pick different you know, you pick different uh, countries, and then you just swap the controller around, take turns. Mm-hmm. But the the way it works is you do the world event, and it lines up the events for you, right? So you start off mm-hmm. with program one, which is three events. They do, they give you usually the way it works is they give you a dash, some kind of a dash, some kind of a jump, and some kind of a swim, right? Mm-hmm. So, like for example, program one is the hundred meter dash, then the long jump, and then the one hundred meter backstroke. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then what they do to break it up, which a lot of people don't like this part. I've, I was looking online, and it looks like a lot of people don't really like the the special program that breaks it up, the marathon, where all you do for the marathon oh, is you pick yeah. how fast you want them to run and then watch them run. So there's really not right. much going on there, but it's a nice break in, of pace, I think. Right. Uh, so you do. Th- it's kind of like running in the background while you're doing Yeah, yeah. Everybody's doing the marathon while you're doing other events. So after program one, where you do the dash, long jump, and backstroke, you swap and you do uh, the first marathon event where you pick the speed and then it shows them running and it has a little commentary guy telling, saying, oh, Great Britain's out to big start or whatever. And then it cuts away from that and goes back to another program where you do like a 200-meter dash, a shot put, and then a butterfly. So it's always like a run, a something else, like a jump or a javelin throw or a shot put, and then a swim event. And then you go to the special program. So what happens is, after program two, you, when you go back to the marathon, uh, it shows how, where everybody's at, and then you get to reset a new speed that you want them to run at. 
Um, mm-hmm. And if you if you set it too fast in the beginning, his stamina is way low. He may start slowing down. May start walking. You know? Yeah. Or he may be behind the pack if you didn't set him fast enough. But he's still got plenty of stamina. It's really an art form. Is really. You don't want to get too behind. You don't want to get too ahead because you're going to wear it, burn out. And the art of how to set it takes a lot of practice. It's like a strategy game, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a strategy game running in the background. And uh, it, it was very... It was actually very difficult to uh, get the right speed and everything down. Yeah, and the, so. the events kind of... They sort of get more difficult as you go along, I, I'd say. Like in the beginning, you're doing 100 meter dash, right? And then you go 200, and then you go five or 400 meter dash. Uh, and which for the 400 meter, you know, you're having to hit hit those two buttons because it's one of those rapid button presses, back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and doing that, you know, it really starts to wear on your fingers when you go 400 meters. It's it's a long way. Right. And then you start doing things like hurdles. You have to throw hurdles in there. Oh yeah, the hurdles are difficult. Because then you're running and then you got to jump. Uh, but going back to the, to the dashes, the 100, 200, 400 dashes. So the, the, the technique, which you can say this is cheating maybe, I don't know. But the technique of putting your finger in your shirt and rubbing across the two fingers mm-hmm. there are the two buttons as fast as you can yeah I would call that a strategy not really a yeah a cheating what's cheating yeah, is when you if you get a turbo controller out for this game it's just it's not even yeah. there's no point in playing because it's just it's easy you just hold the turbo buttons down right. and they just go so that, that's cheating right. but yeah. doing the shirt thing that's not cheating yeah I mean, it still wears your finger down you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Still burns. It starts to burn. Yeah, it burns. Yeah, it burns. All right. It's like, what happened to your finger? Uh, finger burn. Uh, <laughs> you know, from a hundred yard dash. <laughs> well, I started off with a hundred yard dash. My finger was fine. Then I went to the two hundred. It started to burn a little bit. But then when I did the four hundred, it just raw. It's just raw. <laughs> They're just looking at you wildly confused. I'm like, why is your finger hurting you from running? Yeah. So. It happens. But. Uh, so what was, uh, I guess, what was your favorite event? I always you liked to, the running. Do you want to read them out to you? And everybody else sure. at the same time. Program sure. one is the 100 meter dash, followed by the long mm-hmm. jump, and then the 100 meter backstroke. So of those three, you probably just like the run, right? Yeah. And, you know, the, the jump was funny because it was kind of like the swimming in the fact that if uh, if you didn't do it perfectly uh your guy would basically just fall in the dirt yeah he'd face plant <laughs> like if you fault and, and, instead of just stepping over the line he, he would just face plant yeah. in the dirt yeah not he wouldn't just yeah he wouldn't just you know usually if you fault you just jump and it just doesn't count no this game has something like the olympics which is what the olympics i guess should be that if you fault, a tripwire comes out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just trips you. Yep. It's like, no, you don't get to. That, well, talking about this brings up a good point uh, to me. I think the graphics and the animations, I don't want to jump ahead to where we start talking about that already, but the graphics and the animation in this game are pretty awesome. And it's very cartoony. Yeah. Uh, the, all the characters have big heads, you know. It's very Capcom. Uh, it, it, it does have a very good Capcom feel. Uh the animations are pretty smooth, and then there's like funny stuff in it, like the swimmer. Okay, I don't know, the, the swimmer drowning. It's not really funny, but you know what I mean. It looks it looks funny on the. <laughs> well, we assumed that they would be safe. Yeah, yeah. So the swimmer drowning, or the guy face planting when he's trying to do the long jump. Uh, I think those are just the little animations are funny. Right. Yeah, um, the big heads on the characters. It's like they have giant heads mm-hmm. in their little bodies. Yeah, and like at the end of yeah. end of the dash, when you do when you run really hard, the guy gets out of breath. But if you don't run very hard, he just stands there like oh, that wasn't hard. But usually, yeah. usually if you're if you're not out of breath, you didn't do good. Yeah, isn't there something like if you don't start running correct, like at the beginning, your guy just kind of stops, kneels down. Uh, he he falls down on his face and like punches the ground. 
in frustration. Yeah, that's what, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just like, ugh. and uh, but yeah. So, so then you do the marathon, right? And then you have in program two, you have the two hundred meter dash, the shot put, and the one hundred meter butterfly. Mm-hmm. Now, once you get into the once you get into the butterfly. And doing that kind of swimming, you have to actually take breath while you swim. So w- amongst the rhythm of your swim, you have to also kind of rhythmically take a breath. That's when you start yeah. drowning. Yeah. If you forget to breathe. Start drowning even more. Yeah. Yep. So. So the, and the way the shot put works and the long jump and all these is you run and then you have to push the D-pad up and then you can set mm-hmm. set the angle at, by holding it down and then letting it go. I think that's... Ooh. Yep, yeah, yep, that's right. So that's Can pretty we do fun. That again? No, no, please don't. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So then, eventually, it's mostly all that type of stuff. But then, eventually, you get down into the late, like the last couple programs, and you get to do weightlifting, which is pretty cool. I like the weightlifting because you have to reach a certain point and then and then lift. Like you have to pull, build up so much strength and then lift. Right. And then the one that I could, I've never been able to figure out, still haven't ever been able to figure out, the vaulting horse. There is one gymnastic event. Yes. And it's the vaulting horse, and I have no idea how to do it. Yeah, it, it's, uh, this is what my character typically runs into, is this picture right here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know that I can, the, I haven't figured out how to share this yet, the actual pictures, but uh, I'm looking at a picture yeah. of the vaulter. Uh, with her face planted in the side of the balance beam. <laughs> that would be pretty traumatic to see on an actual Olympics if you were watching. Just a pole vault or face plant into the vault. That has happened before, though, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Well, there's the famous video that you see shared on Facebook all the time with a guy who's, like, running and just kind of hits it with his stomach. It just, you know, perpetually... Uh, it's like a... I would just say a perpetual. He knocked his breath out probably for the, his entire life. Like he just no longer has breath. Poor guy. Yeah. So. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, that's the. So that's your most difficult event. You just can't figure that one out. Yeah, I can't. I don't know what to do. I've tried. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if I ever got to the Olympic vault or the, the gymnast vault. That was because it's a, it's actually kind of a long game too. It takes some time to get to that point. Yeah, it does yeah. take a long. The, the game is long. It, you probably couldn't do this all in one party sitting. But mm-hmm. bonus, this game saves your progress. It's got a battery backup, yeah. so it will save how far you've made it, and then let you come yeah. back in on another day. So, uh, woohoo! Yeah. Yay for saves. Yay for saves. That's right. But one of the bonus benefits of coming out in 1992 instead of 1988. 88. Yeah. There you go. Where was 88 Olympics? Anybody know? Mm, I don't I know. I know 84 was Los Angeles. I don't know. Yeah. Who cares? Nobody cares about the nobody cares about the eighty eight Olympics. Are you serious? Seoul Cell South Korea. That's why nobody cares. Yeah, there you go. There's your so. answer. <laughs> Alright. What about the music in this game? I like the music. I really did. Uh mm-hmm. it there's not a whole lot of music. But there's like start music right before you run and right before you swim and stuff, and little sound effects. It's like very Olympic sounding. It's like dun 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 dun, and then you go. Yeah. Yeah. And then it whistles. There's like a whistle. Yeah. And then and then the music turns intense. It's like. Yeah. It's really it it matches the game. You know, it's not something you're gonna want to go go home and crank up on the on the old radio but uh mm-hmm. it's great to listen to yeah in the in the game yeah get you fired yeah. up for your throw your javelin right 
or uh, try and face plant into the vault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, the javelin too, like the sound effects I thought were great because you get the javelin alerts like on the uh, up the upslope, it's like, mm, yeah. And then when it starts going down, it's like, so. yeah, it just it matches the cartoony feel perfectly, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Everything is exaggerated. The heads are exaggerated. Right. The sound effects are exaggerated. Mm-hmm. 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 I just love it. I just really like this game. Spoilers. So what what country would you always go for? USA. Oh, okay. Not hungry? Mm, no. I mean, well, it just depends. If I get if I get first pick, then I'm probably going to go USA. Right. Yeah. If I don't get first pick, then I'll probably go some kind of Eastern European country. Like Russia? Yeah, like Russia or something. Was Russia in this game? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't think Russia was in this game. Really? Hold on. we got to look this up here. Uh... But I, that would be interesting. Could be a Cold War uh, uh, there, kind of thing. It's USA, CIS, whatever that is, China, Canada, Great Britain, France, Germany, Romania, Bulgaria, Hungary, Spain, and Japan. So, so yeah, there's no Russia. No Russia. So This game is like anti-Russian. We still didn't like them, even though the Cold War had been over for a couple of years. Yeah. No. Still wasn't putting them in the game. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Commonwealth of Independent States, also called the Russian Commonwealth. Oh, okay. So CIS is Russia. Yeah. Is a regional organization formed during the breakup of the Soviet Soviet Union. So that's what it was. Okay. So they are in it, sort of. All right. Yeah. So, but really, I think I would pick, I think I normally actually pick Germany if I didn't get to pick USA. Yeah. Or Hungary. It seems like Hungary was a pretty good pick. Although it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. It's it. Right. You, they're not. The characters aren't any better at anything. Like right. There's no difference. USA doesn't just dominate because they're USA. They just dominate right. because I'm usually the one controlling it. <laughs> little smack talk. R- little confidence. Little there. smack talk. Uh, no, but it just matters what characters you get in the game. Like, if you want a mm-hmm. cult- culturally diverse set of characters, pick USA. If you want a bunch of Eastern European-looking dudes, go with Hungary. Or if you want Japanese guys, go with Japan, obviously. If you want a bunch you want of... Aryans, go with Germany. Yep, yep. It's true, actually. <laughs> and if you yeah. uh, if you want a bunch of lumberjacks, go with Canada. Yep. They all got beards. They should be getting the weightlifting. Yeah, they don't really have beards, but but they do come out in the Monty uniform. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not really. No, they don't do that. They, they don't do awesome. that either. No, yeah, they don't. No. Is it a Monty or a Mountie? I think it's a Mountie. Excuse me for yawning. Yeah, I think it's a Mountie. Ah. Because don't they ride a horse or a mule or a moose? I do. I do believe they go a boot on a mule. On a moose. moose. Yeah, on a moose. They don't have mules in Canada, go. do they? That's a, I think that's a Tennessee thing. We have mules? We that's got tons American of, thing. Tons of yeah, mules. That's definitely American. Because <laughs> yeah. it is a mule. A mule is like a cross between a donkey. It's a donkey and a, and a horse. horse, yeah. So we're just like, we're the ones like creating stuff. Like <laughs> a ridiculous animal. It's like Frankenstein's lab down here. We're just, let's see. The, I like the horse, but it's not quite strong enough. I like the donkey, but it's a little unruly. Let's just mix them together. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that uh, it's big, strong, and uh, unruly all at the same time. And it's always funny how nature, like, nature kind of tells you that this is not supposed to be happening when it makes the creation sterile. Like, mules are sterile. They can't breed. You can't breed a mule on a mule. Right. Like, so it's like, uh, no, no. You're not supposed to be doing this. <laughs> like a liger. A liger is also sterile. Like they can't. No. This is a mistake. <laughs> mistake! Oh, boy. All right. Uh, well, let's see. So I guess uh, there's really no hints or cheats to this game. No. Um, Other than the shirt. I c- the shirt trick. I couldn't find the manual. 
unfortunately. Yeah. So I don't have the there manual. There may not have even been in a manual. Yeah, I don't know if there was or not. I don't have it, and... Because I, I was a stupid kid. I had the box and everything that came with it for this game. But yeah. I was a stupid kid, you know? Just threw it away. It's like, who needs a box? Oh, of course. I just need the game, yeah. right? <laughs> I did that with all of my right. games. Every single one of them. Yeah, I think most, most of my games I did that with. I have a few, a very few... Uh, uh, manuals still left around. I think I have like Super Mario Brothers 2 and 3 and Ghostbusters which interestingly enough I don't know if you remember this. Remember I bought Ghostbusters again? Mm-hmm. We talked about that on the episode. Uh, but I actually had the Ghostbusters manual for a while and not the game. So you, you decided to keep the original. Kept the manual. Huh? Huh? Yeah. But not the game. Yeah. Could, could, I could keep up with the manual, but not the game. Smart. Somebody borrowed it and never gave it back is what happened. Probably. Don't know who it was, but... I'm going to blame Slapper Bags. Probably, probably Slapper Bags. <laughs> hey, he's, he, 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 uh, he has a bunch of my stuff, too, actually. Yeah, I let him borrow. Sorry. I told him not, not to worry about giving it back, though, for any... It's like an original Xbox and stuff. I was like, Psh, I don't care about that. <laughs> Old slapper bags. Old slapper bags. Yesterday was his birthday. Yeah, yesterday was his birthday. I sent him a little birthday video of my dog. Uh oh. Yep. Colin Kaepernick. What? All right. <laughs> uh oh, Colin Kaepernick. Does he send dog videos? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. So is it? So what else? What have we, we got to do? Uh, we got to do. Is it fun? Is it worth it? I'm gonna say it's fun. Now it's going online for about twelve bucks. That's about the cheapest you can get it for. Mm. If you want like the manual in the box and everything, you're gonna get up to about thirty. But uh, the cheap on eBay is about twelve dollars. So it's not not dirt cheap. No, it's not. As far as NES games go, but it's still not like expensive. Hmm. That's tricky. I think it's worth it. I think it's going to be one of those games that's going to be worth it if you've got a lot of other games. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't pick this game up over a lot of, like, games we've already talked about. But if you've got an extensive collection and you don't have this game, like a lot of our D-patters probably, mm-hmm. I would say it's worth $12 to pick up. Yeah, you know, this... It's fun. It's a, it's a fun game. It's especially fun as a party game, I, I feel like. Like, you get about mm-hmm. six people around, you know, playing it. Because it's not as much fun playing against the computer. So, like, if you're playing by yourself, it's it's fun, but it's not it's not great fun. Mm-hmm. But if you're playing against other people, that's when it gets really fun. Um, yeah. So, I would you say know. that playing, I would say that it is worth it, especially if you're going to play it against other people. Yeah. And uh, we had a lot of fun in the dorm room playing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And see, the thing is uh, about this game... It's probably it's, I know it's my favorite Olympic game, video game. Mm-hmm. So there, how about that? There. <laughs> <laughs> There's your endorsement. Yeah, my ringing endorsement. Yeah, yeah. I gotta. I, I, I I'm sorry. This is gonna be off subject, but I gotta. I gotta know what your shirt says. Oh yeah yeah Keep, yeah, yeah. Like getting a glim- glimpses of it. It's like Ninja Turtles, but it's. Let's see. Mid-age genius phantom busters. Huh. It's the it's the box art. Oh, sorry. It's the box art from the original NES and Ninja Turtles game, but yeah, it's yeah. Ghostbusters. I like it. I like it. Mid-age. Okay, I get it now. Okay, that's hilarious. I like it. Yeah. I got it from. Uh, not this. This these people do not endorse our show. But uh, I got it from a, a site called RipToPeril.com, or IPT. Nice. They do. They do what? It's pretty cool, actually. They do. I need to not. No, we got to get this as a sponsor. Never mind. Nobody go visit them until they're they sponsor us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're not very cool right now. No. No. They might be cool one day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've only bought like ten shirts from them, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're never going to get them as a sponsor. So I'll tell it anyway. It's a cool site where every day. They put up three shirt designs, and they're only available for that day. And then the next day, there's three new shirt designs, and it's always like uh, nerdy stuff. So, cool. 
cool. I, I tell you, speaking of sponsors, I was going to, uh, before I got bit by the fire ant at the event, there's a company here in Loudoun, go ahead and tell you this on the show, uh, there's a company here in Loudoun, it's a, they make barbecue, called Two Dudes Barbecue. What? Yeah, and so I've always like wanted to like say, hey, you know, we do a podcast, and they were there at the event, and I was going to go talk to them, and then... Is it like yeah, a food truck or something? Fire ant. Yeah, yeah, it's a trailer food truck. Oh. Two dudes barbecue. Two dudes barbecue. We should we yeah. we should team up. Yeah, I know, I know. So, uh, I was gonna go talk to him, but you know, stupid fire ant. That it about kill me. It always happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fire ants always get you down. Yeah. So we're saying worth it. Yeah, I think we're gonna on. say. I think we're gonna say yeah. worth it. Yeah. All right. I must thought let's. In between um, doing the uh, retrofitted trophies, in between now and retrofitted trophies, um, I would just like to say I've been trying all day on this show to do this Twitch thing where, Mm -hmm. you know, because Hangouts on Air is going away. So we're not going to be able to do the live stream like we we normally do. Um, So that's gone. So I'm trying to figure out how to do something else like Twitch or... YouTube live streaming or something or another. It's not working out great. So I apologize. It's not working out. <laughs> it's not It's not going swimmingly. Okay. Uh, so you have to have an app on your computer now to do this. So I have this going. I have Audacity going. I have Hangout Call going. I've got my show notes going. i got all this stuff going on my computer. And, uh... Well, that's interesting, uh... If my computer had that much going on, it'd probably just shut down. Well, let me just say that uh, it did shut down the stream at one point during the stream, so it just went, there nope, we're not doing this anymore. Plus, I can't get the video to work. So all, all that it is is, I think, I think it's our voices and um, a little picture of the box art in the corner. So That's the close enough. Yeah, so, I mean, what can you expect out of us? We're not... Uh, this is the first time trying it. We're not professionals. I, I figured out how to do this at 7.45 this morning, right before we started the show. So I think we'll get better. Sweet. We'll get better. I think you, yeah, you got it. We'll figure it out. So do you have any retrofitted trophies? I do. Do you? I do. I have a couple. Yeah. All right. You go ahead with one, and then I'll pull you up. Okay. Um... My first one is, you saying I was a bolt of lightning? And uh, <laughs> that is uh, stomp the competition by more than 20 seconds on the 400 Ooh. on the 400 meter dash. Ooh. And the way that's spelled is U S A I N apostrophe bolt. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, okay. same All right, fine. <laughs> yeah, I get Go it. Ahead. Yeah, Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. My next one's not really an accomplishment, but uh, it is lifeguard board no more. And that is drowned in the swimming. And this is in reference to the picture that was going around at the Olympics this year with the lifeguard was sitting there. Board. Did you see that picture? Uh, no, I didn't see it. Yeah, there's a picture. It's going around the internet where... They took a picture. There was a live. There's a lifeguard actually on staff there mm-hmm. at the Olympic pool, and she was just sitting there, like, looked bored out of her mind. And so, lifeguard board no more. That is drowned in the. That's Olympics. drowned in the uh, in the pool. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, my next one is Carl pulling a Carl. It's called <laughs> pulling a Carl, but this one's spelled C A R L, as in Carl Lewis. And that is mm-hmm. long jump all the way past the end of the dirt and land in the, in the grass. Which you can nice. do if you have a turbo control. Yeah. Or if you're just insanely good at this game and have lightning fast fingers. Mm-hmm. But pulling a coral, that is long jump past the dirt and land in the grass. Yeah. yeah. Alright, alright. My next one is what'd you expect? And that is uh, lead in the final rankings as Team USA. Yep. 
That's so. good. Because what, what else would you expect? USA is right. on top. Got to win. Right. Um, right. All right. My next one is just uh, spitzing in the pool. And because uh, <laughs> Mark Spitz, Olympic swimmer from back in the day, spitzing in the pool is uh, drowning in the pool. I had one for drowning, too. Nice. All right. That's all I got. All right. That's I think that's all I've got, but I got one more that I'm just now thinking of. Uh, okay. So old slapper bags, his wife runs marathons and things. Uh, so yeah. Slap the slapper bags trophy goes to the one who wins the marathon. Okay. With the slapper okay. bags wife, she's a marathon runner. So really, it's the Mrs. Slapper. Yeah, Mrs. Bags. It's the Mrs. Slapper bags trophy. That's right. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's all I got. Still, she, she she's still not getting slapper bags out there to join. Her. No, no, no. He gets he gets <laughs> to stay home with the kids. <laughs> All right. Okay. So how are we gonna rate this game? An Olympic event would be the obvious, but we need we don't like to do obvious. Mm, so. Yeah. No. Probably don't want to do obvious. Could be a country. A country. Perfect. Yeah. I would give this game USA. Cause it's the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Done. Done. Done and done. Uh, oh goodness. Who's who's like second to USA? A distant second. Who could I also say is? Uh, Russia. Depends on what event. No. USA's good. See, USA's good around the on around the board on a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. which is another reason why I pick USA for this to represent this game. Uh, but if you pick a certain event like gymnastics, you probably gotta go with Russia. But if you want to pick like um, running, I don't know Jamaica. Yeah, right Jamaica's now. not even on this game. Yeah, but uh, okay, I want to go. Hear me out here. I'm going to go with Canada. I'm going to say Canada is pretty. A lot of cool stuff to do in Canada. Mm-hmm. Canada's, you know, pretty much, I guess, like the second best country to the United States. Right. And I'm giving it Canada because it's pretty. It's fun to go play in. But it's not like the best game ever. So it's not like the best country ever. Okay. So I'm giving it Canada. Okay. All right. There you go. That's fair. All right, we got feedback. We do. I got some Facebook feedback here, ready, to, locked and ready to go. Sweet. So Greg Polander says, "Never played it. I'm willing to wager due to it being Capcom, though it's pretty good. By 1992, I wasn't playing as much NES, so I missed this one." Brian Keating says, "Didn't know it existed. Now I'm going to have to look it up." Stephen Michael says, I'm not familiar with this game. It's from Capcom, so who knows if it's good. Looking forward to the episode. Daniel Walker said, never heard of it, but if it's Capcom, it's got to be good. Uh, Ivan Kaproth Jocelyn says, I'm no weightlifting expert, but I think you'd want your legs under you when lifting instead of kicking in front of you, as the box art seems to show. Maybe the lifter is pioneering a new double event, combining the clean and jerk with the long jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Perhaps. Uh, Derek Fletchell says, I love this idea. Great tie-in. Never played, <clears throat> I guess, the great tie-in because it was the Olympics. It was, a, was a great tie-in three weeks ago. We were trying to get it going. Mm-hmm. Of course, let me just mm-hmm. say, I also got sick one day, so it's not all yeah. entirely Justin's fault. Uh... Never played this game, but the cover art looks cool. I'm with everyone else so far. The familiar purple Capcom border just gives you that feeling that regardless of the type of title of the game, it's a good one. The Olympics have sucked up all my free time the past two two weeks, so maybe this will jolt me back to playing my NES. Why can't I stop watching people I've never heard of compete in sports I care nothing about? <laughs> it's interesting. It's true. It's true. That's the same I didn't thing know where does. he was going. Yeah, I didn't know where he was going, though, with that sentence, because I, I read, the Olympics have sucked, and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> but then it's all my, up all my free time, so. Yeah. It did good. Joe Copel says, I honestly didn't know this game existed. It's Capcom, so it could be good. 
If it uses the power pad, it could be even better. If it's just mashing A and B rapidly, can we really call this a game? It's not just that. Yeah. That's what makes it good. Because it's not just that. Jason Robertson says, great time to do this title. I never heard of it, but looking forward to another show. So, All right. And that wraps up Facebook feedback. Not, not a lot of people. Yeah, so not a lot pretty of much the ones... Pretty much, and even the ones that gave us feedback, nobody had ever played it, so. Yeah. Huh. So, my suggestion is to all of you people is play it, because it's fun. Mm. I like it. If you like yeah. Olympic games. If you don't like Olympic games, then be gone with you, because. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, please don't go. Please don't go. I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's good. I like it. I say they should play it. I do have... I don't have any feedback from Google Plus or Twitter or anywhere else, but I do have some voicemails. So, here we go. Sweet. Dudes, I don't know what happened. I was supposed to be eating pizza with Rob. He probably ate it all. But somehow, I'm in this house, and there's like 50 kids here. They're all like screaming and going wild, and they want me to, to play with them and stuff. I thought we were doing the Turtles too. What happened? What's going on here? I, I, I mean... I don't even know what's happening right now. Oh, where's my pizza? And what are all these kids doing here? There's like, there's like 50 kids here. Oh, whose house is this? What's going on? That was a call from Josh Witt of Turtle Flags. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently he's in a house with a bunch of kids. Yeah. That's a little weird. <laughs> uh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll find out more what's going on. Did yeah. he get stuck at a yeah. kid's birthday party with 50 kids? Possibly. Possibly. Alright, here's another one. This one's really, really long. So I'm not sure if we'll be able to play it all. It's three minutes long, so here we go. Let's try oh, it. Boy. Let's try it out. Hey dudes. I am so glad that you finally covered Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Not only because it's been so long since you said you were going to, but because it's such <laughs> a great NES game. One of the best. Even though I prefer Manhattan Project, it's still a great game. And I just have to warn you, I recently played Silver Surfer. (laughs) I know you guys were trying to get around to it sooner or later, but if you guys are going to chase that white whale, well... You know what? That reminds me of a book I once read. It's called Moby Dick. It's about a fisherman who goes in search of a white whale. You know what? Never mind. You know, I'll read it to you. Here we go. And he does go on to read it. I will not... I'm, no offense to you, caller. I'm probably not going to play the remaining two minutes of you reading Moby Dick, but he called back. Here we go. Well, you know... Uh, that reminds me of one of my favorite Parks and Rec quotes where Ron is like saying, I hate symbolism. I That's why I don't read my, many books. The only book, my favorite book is Moby Dick. And it, there's no symbolism whatsoever. <laughs> Just a man and a general hate for an animal. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he calls back. Probably because... Uh, Three minutes is the cutoff for the <laughs> Google voicemail. Here we go. <laughs> Alright, so I guess I've realized that uh, reading Moby Dick would take almost as long as you guys actually beating Silver Surfer, so we'll leave that to another day. But seriously, I love the work you're doing. Keep it up. And I can't wait to hear the special episode He must not know our wives. <laughs> but uh, I love the show. I love the network. Keep up the good work. 
and I uh, will keep calling and thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, my baby. Thank you, caller. Uh, funny you mentioned Captain Skyhawk being the one that you wanted our wives on, because that's actually my wife's favorite NES game. Yeah. But I'm not sure that they could command a show on their own. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, I'm not sure how that would work, but we could potentially we could potentially get my wife on for that show since she that's her favorite game. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Last time we tried to get her on the show, she didn't really like it, so. That was yeah. a long time ago. Here we go. One more call. You ready? I'm ready. Hey, uh, Genesis Gems, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> Two dudes. Anyways, I just listened to the Global 13 episode. Or at least most of it. And, uh, <clears throat> I had you know that there was a Global 13 game on the FG-1000, predecessor to the Sega Master System. And the game pales in comparison to Top Secret Episode. Uh, it's kind of like an Atari game. But anyway, uh, Top Secret Episode is one of the best games on the NES. I would give it Oh, uh, I'd say it's one of the top five. Wow. And Mass Effect Conspiracy is just behind it. That one is also very good. Uh, and you know, you can't complain about that game. Uh, you know, some of the, not everything is perfect. Um, you know, the different, you have all these different modes. You've got the side-scrolling, you've got the first person, you have the mazes. And then the sniping scenes and, and everything. And by the way, I own the game on the NES, and I also have a copy for the Famicom. Uh, they're both very good. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't finished the one on the Famicom. I've played through the one on the NES at least three or four times. Uh, it's not very hard. It just takes a little getting used to. Um, I get on that really very good at games. Uh, for example, the original Super Mario Brothers. I can't finish it. I don't have what it takes. I can't finish it. Go 13, not a problem. Oh, and you had mentioned about continues. Continues in Top Secret are not intimate. I believe you get 51, maybe 52 continues. That's a lot of continues. Why that number? Who knows? But I have made it to the, near the end of the game and run out of continues in the past. So, uh, I guess that's about it. Keep up the good work, guys. And uh, my handle is Jumper. Right? Take care. Did you say his name was Thumper? It's Thumper or Jumper or... Jumper, maybe. Maybe Jumper. Thanks for the call, caller. We sh I guess we should have played that on the... The top secret episode, episode, yeah. or maybe yeah. I don't know. But thank you for the call. That's all the calls we have for today. Uh, wow, that sounded really professional, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, thanks. Um, did I did I announce the new honorary dudes last episode, or did I say, oh, we're going long and we need to wait for the next episode? You did not announce them. Okay, so we have. One, two, three, four, five new honorary dudes. Sweet. Yeah, it is pretty sweet. Uh, and hopefully they're all new, and I didn't, I'm not repeating, but uh, here we go. So we got Dude Shavarak, and I'm definitely probably mispronouncing his name, but you can be mad at me, dude, if you want to. Uh, I think it's Chris's first name, yeah. maybe? Chris Shavarak. Uh, and then Dude Anthony Pig. I don't know. Have we? Surely we've announced him before. But if not, welcome to the honorary Dude, dude Ship, Dude Pig. Uh, and then Dude Daniel Walker. I don't know why we've never made him an honorary dude before, but he is now. So, sweet Dude Walker. Uh, and then Van Wilder, Dude Ryan Reynolds. Why is sweet. he not an honorary, honorary dude? I mean, he's famous. 
And I'm sure he yeah. hates us uh, referring to him as Van Wilder, dude. But, you know, that's what happens sometimes. And then, last but not least, uh, the Google dude. Ryan Ballard. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Uh, Welcome, Ryan. Honorary, honorary dude, Ryan. The Google dude. Dude Ballard. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to the list. Yep. All right. That's all the honorary dudes. Sweet. Um, so, I would like to... There's a few shout-outs that we always neglect, and I want to stop neglecting them. One is the Wee Dude, or the Wee Guy from YouTube. Mm-hmm. Check out his YouTube channel, Wee Guy. Uh, he does stereo mixes of all NES tunes, and that's what we use on the show, and we thank him for that. We, he is also on our... Silver Server episode that has never happened, but will one yeah. day, I promise. As long as he doesn't hate us at this point for not being able to schedule that episode, that will still happen. <laughs> promise. And then the Fox Dude, the Logo Man. Awesome. It's, oh, yeah. Check out his work. Um, I guess it's Fox. Well, he's changed it around a few times, and then I always, I'm, you know, I have trouble remembering what he's changed it to. Uh, yeah. but he was at one point in time Nop or Nap yeah, graphics. Yeah, I think it's still Nop, right? Oh. But uh, he's now the he's now Jason Fox. So I don't know. Maybe look up J- Jason Fox uh, art work. Maybe. Mm. Um, actually, I'll look it up right now while you mention some retro junkie shows. All right. Well, we've got the Radical Retro Roundup. We've got. Uh, Turtle Flakes. Uh, Genesis Gems. There's a new one out there. Well, it's not that new anymore. Uh, it's called Wingin' It, which is by Rob Luther and Landon Long, who used to do the uh, Retro Junkie Super Show. Uh, there's about every Atari podcast that you could possibly consider exists on uh, pretty much every Atari system ever. Uh, then there's the Retro Obscura podcast. Mm-hmm. There is... Which Jason 90- Jason Fox did art for the Retro Obscura podcast. Too. Yeah, you did. can see his art on he there. Did. He did some art for them. He did. Uh, Cartridge Freaks. Uh, can't remember. Star Wars Nerds <laughs> Unite. Mm-hmm. Is another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a SNES Pat podcast that's brought to you by our good friend Greg Polander. And um, many more. Many, many more. And I have not found his <laughs> website. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Fox, dude. I cannot yeah. find it. So. All right. I'm just going to say it's still not graphics. K-N-O-P-P. Surely. Surely. And you got some nice tunes going. Hey, you've had some nice tunes going all show. Yeah. (laughs) For the two-star, of course. Yes, of course. Okay, so he's on... I found him on Etsy. He doesn't have anything for sale, but uh, you you can go on there and contact him and say, I want to buy some of your stuff. It's K-N-O-P-P Graphics. G-R-A-P-H-I-C-S. There you go. He's had 10 sales in the past, so I would contact him. He's got some, he can sell you some stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Just look at our logo. It's awesome. Hell yeah. So. Anyway, I think that's it. You want to tell her to find us? Well, you can find us on any social media Facebook, Twitter, uh, and the like. And two dudes with NES.com, NESdudes.com, and Nintendudes. And we are. You can always call us. Yeah, yeah, you can call us. Uh, Three ways to call us. Way number one is seven seven five seven retro one, or seven seven five seven seven three eighty seven sixty one, or as our um, beautiful, beautiful callers have have figured out, you can go to the website from your phone. And click on the little phone icon in the corner, and it will take you to a call with us. And you can leave your voice right to it. Leave your voicemail that way, and we will play it. 
We will play it. We will not play three minutes of Moby Dick. Mostly because, um, one, it's long. No offense. But two, I'm not sure we get in trouble for that. We may get a call yeah. from audible.com saying, you can't read audiobooks on your show. That may be true. So, uh, we don't want to get in trouble. But uh, you can also now, maybe, I think, find us on Twitch, which would be twitch.tv slash NES underscore dudes, I think. Maybe. I don't know if it works. Maybe somebody can let us know if it works. Because yeah. I'm not sure if it has worked or not. All right. Alrighty. <laughs> Sweet. We will see you next time. There'll be music here for the next game, I do believe. And uh, yeah, yeah, there it is. Oh yeah, listen to that.